0: SBS acknowledges the traditional custodians of country and their connections and continuous care for the skies, lands and waterways across Australia. You're listening to
1: Australia Explained, an SBS audio podcast helping you navigate life in Australia.
0: Saying goodbye to your used car involves more than just a good wash Handing over the service book and collecting the payment. Selling a private vehicle in Australia requires different steps and requirements depending on where you live.
1: In Victoria, whenever a vehicle is bought and sold, it needs to come with a recent roadworthy certificate, and that's not required in Western Australia. So there's a significant difference just in the vehicle checks that are required by law.
0: I'm Ismail, your host. In this episode, we will guide you through selling your car, from preparing it to completing the sale, to ensure a smooth transfer of ownership. While there isn't a nationwide authority collecting used vehicle sales data, estimates suggest that the used vehicle market is roughly three times the size of the new vehicle market in Australia. As a second-hand car seller, You have a substantial pool of potential buyers to target. But how do you navigate the process of selling your car? Cathy Townsend is the Director of the Regulatory Engagement at New South Wales Fair Trading. She provides insights into the available avenues for selling cars in
2: Australia. For people wanting to sell their own car, the first decision that they have to make is how they'd like to sell it. So there's a couple of options. They could sell through a dealer, they could sell it through an auction house, or they could sell it directly to someone using one of the various selling platforms, most of which, of course, are now online.
0: Selling through a dealer or an auction house, which is commonly the case for classic and collector vehicles, takes away the hassle as they look after the selling process. But it doesn't allow to maximize your sell price. Considering the costs of selling through a car dealership is essential, as they typically aim for a profit margin when selling your car. Alternatively, if you choose an auction house, Miss Townsend says you can expect to pay a commission that averages around 10-15% to of the selling price. In a person-to-person sale, it's essential to have your registration papers readily available.
2: Any buyer is going to want to verify the vehicle against the registration papers and they may even ask to verify that you are the actual owner. So ask, for, for example, your license to verify that. They'll also want to check the vehicle details so they may be on information such as the VIN or chassis numbers which are available on the registration papers and this is mainly so that they can do a check to see if there's any money owing on the car through the personal property and securities register.
0: When advertising your car for a private sale, honesty about the vehicle's condition and wear is crucial. Cara Fiella consumer marketing manager of the online platform CarSales, explains this.
3: It's all around transparency, so being transparent and upfront in conversation and in the comments section of your listing about the car's history and any imperfections that the buyer might like to be made aware of. And this will really help when you do eventually meet with potential buyers in person during inspections and just help avoid any awkward surprises on the day.
0: Responding to inquiries from potential buyers on time is also in your interest, as it increases your chances for a speedy and successful sale. Ms. Fiella adds that doing your research before setting a price is important too, as pricing will largely dictate the interest you attract from prospective buyers
3: we know that buyers are very switched on. They do their research. So if you're serious about selling, try and price your car within the recommended range, which would be around that true market value to help you attract interest. The next tip is around negotiations. There are buyers that do like and enjoy the opportunity to negotiate the price. So it's always worth considering this when setting your price. And if you can allow a little bit of wriggle room, Room in your listing price to allow for negotiations. Alex
0: Forrest manages vehicles and fuels at the Royal Automobile Club in Western Australia. He suggests that performing mechanical repairs on the car before selling it can influence the price and negotiations with potential buyers.
1: Often that you see that in advertisements as well. So, you know, the car's just been serviced, it's got new tyres, and that's uh, something to make a potential buyer feel better about the car that they're going to purchase. You know, the flip side of what I said earlier would be that the buyer could say, look, it needs new tyres, a new battery, and an exhaust and some brakes or whatever done. Go and fix those. And then once they're done, perhaps we can negotiate on price, but I'm not going to look at the vehicle until you've had those things fixed on the
0: car. However, Making optional upgrades and modifications is only sometimes necessary or the wisest choice before selling your car.
1: I guess if you're talking about roof racks and a rhubarb and bigger wheels and tires or different sort of add-ons like a tow bar and that sort of thing, typically they don't really increase the value of the car unless the buyer really specifically wants those things on it. That might incentivize them to pay a little bit more for it. But typically all those add-ons and optional extras that you can buy in the aftermarket that add much more to the value of the car, especially if the buyer has to go and modify the car again back to how it was before because they I don't like those optional extras that are on it.
0: For some individuals, one potential drawback of selling a used car on their own is the discomfort of having potential buyers come to their home to inspect and test drive the vehicle. Ms Fiola suggests ways to address this concern, sharing her own experience of
3: choosing to have a family member present when she sold her car. That's another little tip there. You can have a friend or family member with you. With a test drive, you can arrange to meet the buyer in a public place. For example, shopping centre car park where there are people around, you can ask to hold on to their car keys for the car that they drove to meet you or even hold on to their driver's license. Just as a bit of security when going on the test drive. And you can also go in the test drive with them and sit in the passenger. And just say.
0: Depending on your state or territory, having your vehicle pass a compliance condition check before selling it might be required. Alex Forrest again.
1: In Victoria, whenever a vehicle is bought and sold, it needs to come with a recent roadworthy certificate. And that's not required in Western Australia. So there's a significant difference in the vehicle checks that are required by law across the different states in Australia. And then there are also the vehicle mechanical condition checks that are not mandated, but they are highly recommended for people who are looking to buy a used car. Once you've sold your
0: car, there are three essential tasks to address. Contact your insurance and roadside assistance providers, make sure your tollway account is transferred to your next vehicle, and notify the motor registry office in your state or territory. It's important to note that the paperwork and requirements for changing ownership, vehicle transfer and disposal vary across the country. Ms Townsend from New South Wales Fair Trading provides further insights into these processes.
2: In New South Wales, that's through Service New South Wales and you'll need to notify them about the disposal of the car. So this is important to do as soon as possible after selling because it'll stop you receiving any fines that might be incurred by the new buyer. So I advise to check with what your local state requirements are. They will change from state to state, but in most cases you will have to notify whoever is your motor vehicle registering authority. (music)
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Australia Explained, written and produced by Zoe Tomedo, hosted by me, Maram Smail. Australia Explained Managing Editor is Rosa Garmian. Until next time.
1: This was an SBS Audio podcast. For more Australia Explained stories, visit sbs.com.au slash Australia Explained.